Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformation's podcast, and I hope that you're doing well. So I have a new episode for you guys, and there it goes. I'm going to create a new podcast on my reflections in the book of Deuteronomy. There is a lot to unpack and get from this book, so I'm going to point out some of the points that stood out to me. I'm going to remove the pressure, completely summarize the entire book. And I want to encourage you all to read the book yourself and to really study it out. There are many great version plans specifically on the book of Deuteronomy. I am reading and watching um, extra resources in addition in reading the book of Deuteronomy. With that in mind, let's get started. Chapters 1 and 3 are great chapters. Moses delivers speeches about what happened in the past and the fact that he would not go into the promised land. It is intense that it was supposed to take 11 days to go from Horeb to Kadesh Barna. I'm assuming that it took them a 48th year journey, verses 2 to 3. The preparation was discussed in verses 1 to 18. God has given them the land, verse 8. The Israelites refused to enter the land, verses 26 to 33, and it was a penalty for their refusal, verses 34 to 46. So even though I may want to do good things for God, if it's not in God's will, I won't succeed. Deuteronomy 1.42 But the Lord said to me, tell them, do not go up and fight, because I will not be with you. You will be defeated by your enemies, end quote. It is similar to Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 5. Even though I may disobey God and wonder for my faith or life, God is still faithful. That is one of the things I can get from chapter 2. Deuteronomy 2, 7. The Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hands. He has watched over your journey through the vast through this vast wilderness. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you and you have not lacked anything, end quote. Moses described about the victory over Og in chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. The land was divided in verses 12 to 22. Moses was was not able to enter the land of Canaan in verse 26, but would be able to see it, verse 27. Deuteronomy three twenty six, but because of the because of you, the Lord was angry with me and would not listen to me. That is enough, the Lord said. Do not speak to me about any more about this matter. End quote. That verse gives me a healthy fear over the Lord. Deuteronomy four talks about the importance and the command commandments for obedient for obeying God and not having any idols. Um, I recommend to read verses 2, 4, 6 to 10, 15, 22 to 26, 28 to 29, 31, 33, 35, 38 to 40. Basically the whole chapter. <laughs> I will recommend this reading for anyone who is struggling for why they should obey God and how significant God is. It reminds me of Proverbs with the short, wise, and significant commands. It also discusses why it is for a benefit to obey God. The consequences for not obeying God and how God feels about our disobedience and idolatry. Verses 23-26. The importance of not adding or subtracting God's commands. Verse 2. And the benefits of holding fast to God's commands. Verse 4. 
it discusses how amazing God is. Verses 7 to 8, 31, 33, 35, 38 to 39. The importance of not forgetting God's commands and fighting against idolatry. Verse 23. The importance of seeking God with my whole heart and soul. Verses 29. I love how God discusses the Ten Commandments in chapter 5. I love in chapter 6 that it talks about the importance of loving God and keeping His commands. It goes over the benefits such as enjoying long life verse 2 may go well with you and enjoy life verse 3 may go well with you verse 18 might always prosper and be kept alive verse 24 and may increase greatly verse 4 i love how it says to love god with our whole heart soul and strength verse 5 i love how it says to make god and his commands my life and to do and what to do with god's word god's word verses 6 to 8 the benefits from obedience is great but it needs to be more than that it needs to be out of love and pure devotion to god i love how it mentions the benefits and commandments to obey god but i love that god wants it to be from my heart i love that god i love that god wants me to bind his commandments on my forehead verses 6 to 8 the reason for obedience must not be for god's benefits but out of a pure heart and love and respect for God. I want to love God and to love him for who he is, not what God can give to me. I love how it talks about fearing God and not striving to serve any other gods of idols. Verses 12 to 14. It is definitely wrong to put God to the test. Verse 16. I love how in chapter 17, God has given the Israelites instructions to destroy people completely that God has delivered to them. Verses 2 and 16. Make no treaty with them. Verse 2. Show them no mercy. Verse 2, do not intermarry with them. Verse 3, and knowing that if that happens, they would turn the children away from God and serve other gods. Verse 4, which lead to ultimate destruction. Verse 4, it reminds me of what I need to do with sin. I must not make any treaties or have mercy on my sin, but completely destroy it. No, because no matter how nice it may seem to be, it would turn me and others away from God and destroy everything. I know I must be holy and appreciate that God has chosen me as prized possession. Verse 6. It is not because of anything that is awesome about me, but because of God's love for me. Verses 7 to 8. I must love God and obey his commandments because if not, it seems like I hate God. That is what I got from verses 9 through 11. I need to be careful to follow every command of God and remember what God has done for me. Like it says in chapter 8 verses 1 through 2. It is awesome that God mentions that that following his commandments is worth it because the Israelites may live and increase and possess the land God has promised. I also love how Charles was used to humble the Israelites and to test them to know what is in their heart. Deuteronomy 8-3 Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble and test you in order to know what is in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna. Neither you nor your ancestors had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord, end quote. Therefore, God has reasons for suffering, and in the end, I will be more humble, build character through testing, and then things will go well with me, verse 6. Also, 
when things are good, tell me one second. I cannot forget God because I will be proud and will be destroyed. Verses 18 through 20. No matter what, I have to know that I need to love, obey, and trust God in the good times and in the bad times. And to know that the blessings and benefits that comes from obedience from God needs to be my relationship with God. Because that is the only thing that is firm and foundational for me. I love how it's discussed in chapter 19. Chapter 9, that the Israelites was not saved because of their righteousness, but because of the weakness of the other nations, verses 4 through 5. It is also discussed what happened with the golden calf, verses 7 through 29. I feel like it's a great example because um, the Israelites weren't always righteous. That is why I strive not to be self-righteous because it is due to God's grace, mercy, and love that I am still breathing, literally. I remember my past and remember what I deserve. I want to have that godly sorrow that leads to repentance and not have the worldly sorrow that leads to self-condemnation and death. So I would not recommend disliking yourself and giving up. But just knowing that no matter how many good things I do going forward, I am still unworthy to have a relationship with Jesus. And because of that, it makes me love God even more so that I could obey his commandments. I love that God tells the Israelites to fear God, walk, walk in obedience, love and serve God with our whole heart and whole soul, and to observe God's commandments. Chapter 10, verses 12 through 13. I love how God says that it is for their own good. That is how I have to think about God's commandments. I love that God mentioned things to do, like, Walk, serve, and walk, serve, and observe God's commands. But He also tells us how to fear, fear, and give God a whole heart and whole soul. God wants our actions in our heart. God also says to fear, serve, hold fast, take oaths, and praise Him. Verses twenty to twenty-one. I love these verses as well. Deuteronomy ten fifteen to seventeen. Yet the Lord set his aff- affection on your ancestors and loved them. And he chose you, their descendants, above all the nations as it is today. Circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and the Lord of lords and the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. End quote. I love that God also says to love him. Keep his commands always and to remember what he has done. Chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. I love that God says to observe so that they may have strength, take over the land, and may live long. Verses 8 through 9. I love how obedience in God is a command for God but for our own benefit. I have seen this happen in my life. I love how God says that if they are faithful to obey his commands, to serve with a whole heart and whole soul, God would deliver in his faithfulness. Chapters, chapter 11, verses 13 to 14. I love how God says to be careful or they will be enticed and turn away and worship other gods and will have to deal with God's consequences. Verses 16 through 17. 
Okay, so I'm going to actually end it here. I have more things to say, but I'm going to create a part two so that it can be broken up and that people can actually listen to this. Um, so thank you so much for listening to Transform My Angels podcast. And I'm actually going to make another episode in a couple of minutes. Thank you so much.